witches. I'm Felicia. And I'm Holly. Join us as we embark on a journey to discover the ins and outs of witchcraft and what it means to be a witch in today's world. Grab your grimoires, your crystals, and a hot cup of tea, and let's get get spooky. Okay. Well, hey. Hey, hey, Holly. (laughs) How's it going? Not bad. How are you? I am already crying. (laughs) So... It's been a good start to this episode before we even introduced it. We've just been shooting the shit for like uh, five minutes already before (laughs) doing introductions and I am in tears. So This is what happens when we hang out. It's good. It just ends up like this. It's fucking great. It's currently (laughs) 1030 at night (laughs) and we are just getting started. Yeah. This is what we do though. Right? Happy Saturday. It's perfect. I haven't rubbed up my eyes yet not yet don't because your makeup is really beautiful today i like it it's for <laughs> ukraine yeah <laughs> it's well the ukrainian flag on it fucking beautiful speaking of the ukraine so mm. the premise for today's episode is we talked a little bit about it on the last episode but the last few years but in particular the last few weeks for me have felt overwhelming non-ending intense non-ending uh as you like to put it, retrograde as fuck. <laughs> Pluto's in retrograde right now, by there the way. You go. So with all of this in mind, I have felt emotionally fucking tapped out. I am tired of seeing people fight on Facebook. I'm tired of seeing people fight everywhere else. You know, I, there is something absolutely terrible happening right now, unfortunately, with Ukraine. And yet people still think comparative suffering gets us places. And uh, yeah, I'm just not here for it. So... This week, Mm. I have spent a lot of time focusing on self-care and trying to rejuvenate myself and get myself kind of feeling good and normal again. So this week's episode is going to be about self-care through witchcraft and magic. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a huge proponent of self-care. Yes. I, I fully strongly recommend caring for oneself yeah but also just with um i know i haven't really touched on victim services too much lately yeah but especially with victim services especially with you know my jobs yeah between the two of them it can be very draining yeah and then throw in victim services on top of that and it's It's like a lot can suck the soul right out of you yeah truly yeah so it really is important to take time for yourself when you're going through a Whatever. lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just it. So today, my main reference is going to be a book by Theodosa Corinth, and it's called The Witch's Complete Guide to Self-Care, Everyday Healing Rituals and Soothing Spellcraft for Well-Being. I love that. Yeah. I love the sound of that. So this is a fantastic book. Anybody who is looking for kind of a bit of a beginner's guide to self-care through witchcraft, highly recommend getting this book. I got it at chapters, so it's not like it's a really obscure, like I didn't find it at like an obscure bookstore or anything. It's very common, very easy to find. Amazon also sells it. Very mainstream. It is, yeah. yeah. So if you're looking for a bit of a beginner's guide, absolutely go for it. Also, if you're really into natural remedies, this book really, really touches on nature and using nature in your craft and and incorporating nature into all of these things i love this so much like i i know a decent like a fair amount about self-care and self-healing whatever yeah but what they tell you to do 
like what the the basic self-care practices are yeah are always like the same shit eat well go to the gym exercise maybe meditate yeah spirituality like religion yeah but like this i'm certain this is gonna have very different way different things it is we are not talking about food at all cool we are not talking about exercise at all nice they do talk about meditation in this book quite a bit i believe that but for the things that i have chosen today i have chosen not to focus on meditation because i think like you said meditation is very much like if you google how to have a healthy mind or Or if you google self-care care yeah that's like the basic number five things that fucking come up is meditation exercise eat well no eat healthy. so today we're gonna cover body care so how to care for your physical okay. being we're gonna cover emotional care and connecting with spirit mm. so how to rejuvenate that emotional piece and then we're also going to talk about connecting within your home and your spaces and your energies so these are self-care for all of these things which i think is important that's yeah 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 so i'm gonna get started today with emotional care So I'm going to read just directly from the book here because I think Theodosa does a beautiful job of explaining what emotional care is. So we're trained by our culture to push our limits, prioritize productivity. Boundaries are an important part of magic and one of your most important tools in your kit for care. Emotional self-healing practices can't help a broken bone or replace a yearly physical, but they can heal a broken heart, help ease an aching spirit and be allies in the pursuit of creating more caring environments so you can take up space there are a variety of ways you can support the healing process honoring the needs of your body is the start honoring the need of your heart is the next step wow right so this yeah so this is emotional care so that's where we're going to start here today and in this i'm also we're going to also talk about some spells from this book that you can use there are some rituals that we can use so i'm going to give a little bit of everything a little bit of definition and then talk about some of the spells and the rituals that you can practice in this book which i think is really cool so first one we're going to talk about is honoring your intuition oh i love that shit right i knew you would (laughs) (laughs) that is my fucking shit yeah so again a lot of this is verbatim from this book there's nothing wrong with that nope because i think that um it does an excellent job and i think just sharing this book and the knowledge in this book is important so there's a voice inside of you that speaks from your heart and from your subconscious a mix of magic and psychology that we call intuition. It's easy to suppress and quiet your intuition, trying to get along day to day without rocking the boat or disturbing your routine. You can fall into unhelpful patterns and routines that silence this all-important voice. Why is intuition so important? It's how your spirit speaks to you and how it guides you through the journey of your life, gently sending you down the paths that serve you best in your growth and your joy. How often do you listen to the whispers of your heart? They are best heard when you make space for reflection and quiet and stillness when they guide us away from things you think you want it can result in conflict or tense feelings okay so this is a tune in ritual can i just say yeah my intuition is loud as fuck my intuition (laughs) mine is not is like um tori's medium grandma yeah (laughs) that's german grandma that was just yelling yelling at her bitch no that is my intuition like i immediately if i'm in a bad situation i'm like ah it's time to go yeah 
it, right? we need to leave. <laughs> well, and it's funny that you bring that up because there's a part in this book uh, uh, that talks about intuition and it talks about the difference between intuition and fear. Yeah. Right. So like it says that our body speaks to us in many ways through anxiety, um, through fear based, through that fight or flight response. And sometimes intuition feels very similar to that. It definitely can. Right. Yeah. So sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between when your intuition is telling you something and when fear is telling you something. And this is a ritual to help you tune in to what is the difference. What is your anxieties showing up versus what is your intuition and how to kind of decipher that and, and to become more in tune with your intuition. Hmm. Okay. So this ritual is called a tune-in ritual. So first, you light a candle. Works best if the candle is able to activate your senses in some ways. So look for a scent that makes you feel comfortable, makes you feel um, safe, or maybe that might be a color that makes you feel safe, right? So we have like, for example, like orange candles that um, represent uh, like that comfort, home, homeliness feeling, oh, yeah, yeah. right? So you could connect either color or smell, but you Use one of your senses to really connect with this candle. Okay. Um, and then you have to put it in a space that makes you feel quite safe. Right. So two, you got to focus on the flame. So as you light this candle, focus your breath and your intention to tune into your inner self. Focus your eyes on the flame and let it fill your vision, anchoring your intention in the moment. Sounds a good way. Sounds like a good way to um, burn your retinas. <laughs> Could be. I mean, don't use a big ass aggressive, maybe not a three wick bath and body work candle. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just a little like, bit smaller. Maybe like a tea light size. Maybe small look pillar. at it through a sconce, like through, yeah. through a holder. You're still seeing the flame, but it's like diffused a little bit. Fair enough. Right? Or wear sunglasses. Ooh, wear, just wear sunglasses. You're there fine. You go. It's totally fine. <laughs> so next step is breathing deeply. Right? Oh, yeah. So while you're focusing your eyes on the flame, engage your breath in a slow, even rhythmic pattern. So let it fill your lungs and chest, fully inhaling and exhaling, slowly allowing your eyes to go soft and your body to relax. Ooh. Yeah. So it's a lot about this. This ritual is a lot about grounding and a lot about retuning into the moment and not thinking about the what if, how could all of these questions. It's about just really like being in the moment and steadying yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So next you want to visualize warmth. Okay. So as you inhale and exhale, visualize the flame's heat expanding from the small center warming your body like a fire it's comforting warm glow should feel like a hug oh yeah i like that a lot right then next Imagine is you start doing it feels like burning <sighs> just rage <laughs> so oh, i got the wrong candle wrong candle <laughs> <laughs> so next you have to listen in once you've reached a comfortable warm and relaxed state let your mind open to what rises to the surface Invite your intuition to speak and listen with a generous heart, Ooh. right? So give yourself a moment. What is your intuition telling you, right? Maybe even when you're focusing. So I've tried this a little bit to try and just, I use this in, not so much as a intuition grounding, but just as a grounding in general, right? Yeah. When I'm trying to, you know, if I'm spiraling and I have all of these intrusive, I suffer with intrusive thoughts quite frequently. So this is something that I use to try and quiet those, quiet thoughts. those yeah. thoughts and just kind of get back to normal, if that yeah. makes any sense, yeah. right? So even while you're visualizing this warmth or you're breathing deeply, like focus on the intent and what it is that you're trying to do. So next is say thank you. 
whether it speaks loudly or not at all, thank your intuition for joining you. When you're ready to wrap up the session, envision gently sending the warmth back to the candle from your body and focus your eyes back from the soft gaze that you adopted earlier. Once you've returned to a sharper attention, blow out your candle. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So you should, there should be like an actual feeling between the two states of really connecting and then allowing that energy to go back to the candle. Huh. Right. So the last part, which I think is the most important part for me, at least when I have done this ritual, is write your reflections. So if you found this exercise helpful, spend some time writing down your thoughts and feelings after you wrap up your ritual. This will help you reflect on what was useful and what was challenging and what you might return to in future sessions. So I have tried this a few times and I have written down what works and what didn't work. And I think I have at this point something that I would even consider putting into say like a grimoire or a spell book. Nice. Right. Just because I think it's helped me a lot, right? And it's once you actually practice it and the first time you practice it, like if you're a baby witch and you haven't really done a ritual or anything like this before, you might feel a bit silly at the beginning. We all do. Right? We all all do. silly at first. Right? Like speaking to the universe, like like especially with incantation rituals of any sort. Yep. As you're speaking your intent into the universe, it's like, who am I talking to? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just talking to the fucking wall right now. But you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. And that's the, the thing. universe is listening. Yeah. The, it really, it, yeah. it really, really is. Right. So the next one I want to talk about is growth and change, because I think it's really important to realize that as we're doing all of this and as you're working through whatever spiritual journey you may or not be on, difficult things happen. It's simply part of life. And a witch knows every life contains cycles of change, death and rebirth. Oh, yeah. Right. When hard things happen, part of care is allowing yourself to feel your feelings, make space for them and process them appropriately. Embrace that shit. Yeah, absolutely. Embrace your feelings. It's important to deal with difficult feelings. Yeah. Right. They can whirl around you and feel as though they will swallow you whole. But magic has a space for these feelings as well. Mm-hmm. Transformation is not always easy or welcome. Things that are difficult can create beautiful, deeply necessary changes in your life, even if they aren't changes you've asked for. Make space for processing difficult moments and feelings can also allow unexpected joys to arrive on your doorstep. Being open to both sides of the coin is an integral part of the cycle. Let me just say, manifesting something is emotional as it is. And if yes. when you are emotionally charged, that you're exactly that you're charged yes you are fucking wound up there is power in that yeah harness it use it to your benefit yeah right put it into something that is meaningful yeah right and and here's the thing this is like we said in my tarot reading last week which was so (laughs) fucking accurate um this is something that i struggled with and i think the ten of wands i think really told me to like balls up and deal with my shit yeah you got burdens and you have to deal with it And this is the thing. I think this is one of the reasons I've been feeling so burnt out lately is because there's a lot of shit that has come up in the last month that I've dealt with. And again, for the same thing, in feelings of not wanting to rock the boat or let's not start shit now or uh, da 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 I keep trying to push it off and play peacemaker. Yeah, and it's just gonna... Yeah. And it's just gonna blow up. There have been some really hurtful things said by people who were very close to me. Um, and I don't think I've ever, like, I don't think I dealt with it properly. No. So this, I'm gonna read a spell to you that I think I am definitely going to be trying. Okay. Because I think it's really, really cool and I think it's a 
good, healthy way to kind of cope, do something with all of these feelings that I have. And maybe kind of for years, I look to other people for closure on situations. And I think this is a really cool way to give myself closure without relying on anyone else. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Find your own closure. Yes, exactly. So this is a spell to process difficult feelings. Okay. So the materials you're going to need for this spell is a black candle for protection, salt, a bowl of water, pen and paper, and a fireproof dish. So nothing that's overly crazy. Things that you can find at local stores, right? I have it all right. Right here. Right here. Right right there. Yeah. So we could do this tonight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. So first thing you want to do is get seated at whatever location it is that you're wanting to practice this and light the candle directly in front of you. Close your eyes, breathe deeply for several breaths and silently set your intention while the candle is burning. Okay. Add a pinch or a handful if you have a lot to process of salt to the bowl of water. Stir it with with your index finger of your writing hand. Okay. With the paper and pen, write down what it is that you're sensing. Be specific about your how your feelings are sitting within your body. Write down how they are impacting you either emotionally or physically or spiritually, but be really specific. How does it feel when that emotion or that feeling bubbles up in your body? Yeah. Right. Where is it sitting? Like for me, I carry my stress in my shoulders so I can feel like my shoulders go yep. right you up. Get tense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then I get this like furrow in my brow here and mm. I've just got this like furrowed face so like yeah right so you'd you'd want to write things down like that right like the yep. stress is sitting How in my shoulders feeling. it's yep. hurting it's right so right be specific um and you want to also write down the entire range of your emotions right include including conflicting ones right so if you're having an issue in a relationship and you still love that person but you're really angry at them write yeah. down all of it right oh okay so when you finish putting your feelings onto paper, roll or fold the paper and light light it using the flame of the candle. Ooh, when it transfer becomes, that energy, baby. Yeah. When it becomes too short to hold safely, place the remainder on the dish to allow it to fully burn. Mm. As it finishes burning, dip your fingers in the bowl of salted water and touch them to your forehead. Allow yourself to be sprinkled with the salt water. Oh. Yeah. So very... sound. Like very, very cool. And I think by sitting and process, I I really do believe that like writing it all down is really what is going to allow myself to like process it through everything. And that's what's going to allow you to process it all. And it's kind of that closure of like writing it all down, getting it out into the the universe. And instead of holding it within your body, now it's got a physical medium of its own. Yeah. And then you just burn that shit. And let it go. You letting it go. Let it go. Beautiful. Yeah. I love the, the... Metaphor? Do, 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 do. <laughs> I mean, analogy. Analogy. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I love the the way that works. Yeah. yeah the comparison, right? Yeah. Like, I think it's important, like, to give, because here's the problem is that, like, when you're dealing with problems in the world, they have, there's something physical that you can deal with. Mm-hmm. Oh, that log is in the way. I need to move this log. There's something there's, physical, and there's like a check mark when things are yeah, done. Yeah. There's a finite resolution to yes. it. Yes. And I think our emotions and our feelings and and conflict and things like that, there there is no physic physicality to yeah. it. Like once your feelings are hurt, you, sure someone can say sorry, but that doesn't replace the hurt feelings. You no. know what I mean? That doesn't get rid of that. No, it doesn't get rid of the hurt that you've endured now. Yes, 
and th- I think this, this is, is a, a good way, way of releasing that. Yeah, Absolutely. this is a good w- and it's something that you can do on your own. You don't have to rely on anybody else to give you that sense of closure. Yeah, you and can process and let it go. Really, yeah, which is nice. To, like that's that's the visual that really I think helps solidify it into reality. Absolutely, for a lot of people, right? But um, just as a as an ending piece kind of to this like emotional section yeah i kind of want to go over here just at the end of like what magic can and cannot do right so i think it's important to remember that all of these things are tools for us Mm -hmm. they are not a cure they're not a one-stop shop it's not a one and done kind of thing it's something that you have to continuously practice not gonna cure schizophrenia right or borderline personality disorder yeah it's not a cure no so but it definitely is coping it is yeah it's uh, it's tools right i think the thing too is we have to remember is that magic of any kind is just another tool in a witch's toolbox yeah do you know what i mean so you have to treat it as such it's not it's not a magical (laughs) pun intended it's not a magical cure for things no right so we're not snakes snake oil salesmen we're we're selling you tools to help cope (laughs) Absolutely. So like it says here in the book, if you're feeling alone and anxious about your mental state, it's important to begin the process seeking more formal care. Yeah. Right. Ask a trusted friend or family member if you're unsure where to begin. Your primary care doctor can also help connect you with resources to get started with either a therapist or necessary medical care of any kind. Um, Sometimes it's as simple as a series of of tests to check your vitamin levels. Right. So don't be afraid to ask if you're concerned or if you're seeing a big shift in your day to day mental wellness. Right. So I think it's just important to add that caveat anytime we're talking about mental health yeah and anytime we're talking about tools in the use of um helping mental health Mm -hmm. there is a there is a big difference between doing a spell to deal with hard feelings and having suicidal ideations and trying to use a spell to fix that yeah right so exactly it's just an important little caveat to add in also um on just touching on mental health great resource if anyone ever is looking for a psychiatrist or therapist or anything like that perfect psychologytoday.com you can search for what them in your area you can filter down um sliding scale rates um what they cover stuff like that yeah if you're ever in need of a new therapist psychologist counselor yeah all sorts of of stuff like that that's a great resource i think all across north america perfect yeah. that's great that's great yeah. i will double check that later if, if it's yeah. not i'll take it out hey guys holly here in post i just wanted to hop on and just quickly say that psychology today is actually not just available in north america they're available all across north america europe south america asia pacific and in south africa as well so it's a great resource for pretty much all our listeners okay bye perfect all right so now we're gonna move on to the physical body okay right so in anything it's it's always it's it's important to keep your body healthy right yeah and like we said anytime you look up self-care you find eat well move lots which here's the thing it's true it is true but but god i want other things too (laughs) yes exactly so some of the things we're gonna talk about um is things like dealing with fatigue dealing with lack of inspiration Mm -hmm. dealing with fragility or lack of purpose 
right? Feeling burnt out or disconnected, having a dampened intuition, feeling loneliness or like fogginess, right? A lot of the things we're going to talk about today is kind of linked to that, if that makes any sense, right? So I'm going to read the introduction to body care here. Okay, okay. So every witch starts with the same basic tools, their body and their mind. Okay. Okay. A robust and resilient self-care practice accounts for both, but it can be difficult to support your emotional needs if your body isn't well taken care of. There is so much magic in your physical vessel. It does more than carry around your heart and mind. All of you is a holistic unit and it cannot be tended to in isolation. Wherever your fitness level, these practices practices will help you connect strengthen and tend to the body so you can better support yourself and your magic right so you don't have to run two hours every day you don't have to drink kale smoothies (laughs) you don't have to put yourself on some outrageous it girl diet to to do these things yeah so we talked a little bit about exercise so i kind of want to change the idea around exercise and kind of look at look at it more as a celebration of movement through your body so rather than looking at it as almost like a punishment how do I you know I don't like the way my body looks or I don't like there's so much focus I think on like aesthetics when it comes to exercise right so like how you look versus I don't know for me it's always been like this like I like I said a punishment I've always used exercise as a punishment and this has really helped me change that mind state from punishment to more like a celebration that my body is capable of all of these oh hell yeah crazy things right so these are some really cool ways that you can practice movement and get your body flowing and get the energy in your body flowing inexpensive not time consuming and a lot more fun than sitting on a fucking bike pretending to climb a mountain and then descending fair (laughs) okay so the first one is dance yeah right so absolutely dancing is one of the purest ways that you can celebrate your body music is a source of power joy and emotional release i'm sure you have felt it there are songs that can make you feel things that nothing else can oh right i can laugh i can dance i could feel there are some songs that i put on and all i want to do is just like dance like a crazy person oh yeah you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So take advantage of it. Get your body moving. Even if it's only for a couple minutes a day, get up, get moving and and use it as a celebration of joy. Yeah. Right. You can also help deal with your emotions by doing stuff like this. Right. Do the Meredith Grey. Yeah. Do- <laughs> when you're feeling dark and stormy, just dance it out. Exactly. Right. <laughs> when in doubt, dance it out. So... <laughs> Yes. Right? <laughs> when in doubt, dance, dance it, it out. out. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So that should be the title of this okay. episode. I'm when down. Don't dance it out. That's yeah. Like, fu- <laughs> Fuck yeah. So the next one is just stretches. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, there is nothing like, sorry to interrupt No, go you, ahead. But there is nothing like, you know, feeling the way that your muscles kind of lengthen and tighten. Yes. And like being present in that feeling. Yes. And acknowledging that feeling and, and realizing like, wow, my body can do such amazing things. And then when you keep at it and you do it every day and you get more and more flexible. Yeah. You know, maybe you couldn't touch your toes before and then like three weeks later you can touch your toes okay now i'm gonna try and put my palms down on the ground exactly you see that progress happen 
through your body and it's like it's incredible it's 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 an incredible feeling well and also i, I love that i love what you said that it, it's so true yeah and i think the the other thing too is is that sometimes you know myself i have struggled with my weight my whole life right Amen. up and down up and down up and down i am not what you would call a skinny person at all i like them thick i like them chunky right <laughs> she ain't fat bro she's just a little thick <laughs> so <laughs> the thing I is think moto moto likes you <laughs> exactly <laughs> so sorry that's okay that's, uh, me too it's good yeah so i think there is this idea that if you are bigger or you're plus sized, there is this limitation to what your body can do. And it's just not fucking true. It's not. It's just not, not true. It's all a mental state. And I think stretches are the easiest way to kind of break that mental barrier of like, oh, my body can't do this because I don't look like this or I, I'm not part of some fancy Pilates club or some fancy yoga studio or do you know what I mean? So I think doing these simple stretches also helps with that mental block of realizing that your body is magnificent and it's capable of so much more there's a um creator on tiktok yeah and she is a plus size yoga instructor nice and the things that she can do incredible absolutely incredible yeah and she is doing headstand splits incredible fucking immaculate well and this is my point i think once you once you get to that stage and you realize how powerful your body is it just helps your magic so much more oh yeah because you feel empowered yourself exactly exactly so the next one is just walking yeah and being within nature yeah absolutely sometimes just going out for a nice leg stretch or going to a forested area or or even just like a green walking path of some kind can help recenter you while also giving you that exercise that you need, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right. The next one is massage. Ooh. So massage is a really great way to reconnect. So touch is a very powerful sense. It is absolutely. in our bodies. So we humans crave both being touched and touching others right if you have access to a professional massage option that makes you feel relaxed and safe try to indulge in it as often as you can right if not right because sometimes massages can be very expensive oh yeah they are not cheap not everybody has access to a healthcare system or a healthcare plan that will allow them to do these things so if not um you can still explore the benefits of massage uh massaging sore muscles with the help of a trusted partner or the aid of some common tools even something as simple as a tennis ball can be used i've got a deep tissue massage gun and it's fucking incredible yeah let me just tell you that right so you, it's there- the cat's ass <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of different professional methods. There's a lot of different at-home methods. But, you know, try your best to roll your body out or massage your body in some way. Mm, because yeah. just having that sense stimulated of touched in maybe areas that haven't been in so long is really stimulating. Well, not only that, but you hold a lot of, um, like, toxins in your muscles as you well. You do. You do. So... It's it's it a good way to release really a great way to release it. I'm like I could use uh, your massage right now. Yeah, you're massaging. You're like <laughs> as I'm saying this. 
Like, man, my legs have been sore lately. Yeah. So the last one I want to talk about is group movement. So for some of us, solo practices are much less fulfilling uh, than groups that offer fellowship and accountability. Many communities have local fitness studios or gyms that offer regular classes. Yep. But staying away from the gyms, just basing this more in magic if you have a coven yeah. or you're a part of a coven in some way, shape or form, digital, physical, whatever it might be, use your coven as a way to maybe practice group movement. Yeah. Uh, coven, I like a Facebook coven I'm part of had a group foraging excursion yeah that's cool like where they yeah they all got together and they went out to the woods and they you know were yeah they're foraging and like and that's what i mean so that's cool as hell even group walks so yeah there are also other options even digital options even if you have like a digital community that has like videos or oh yeah you know what i mean you can participate in any of those so if you don't have somebody that physically you can do these things with or even you know if you're watching you know tiktok is super prevalent they do lots of different dance challenges do something like that where you feel as though you're participating okay with other people yeah Mm -hmm. so all of this is a great way of connecting to your power right so ultimately your movement practice is about connecting with your body and building a relationship with its power that's what we're trying to do in all of this right uh we fret and fuss over its shape and its appearance without without honoring all it is capable of as it is right now yeah we often take for granted the miracle of our well-being and mobility and noticing it only when it's diminished by illness or injury or when a significant change has snuck up on us. Oh, ain't that the truth? Right? Uh, By building daily practices that inspire gratitude for your physical form, you build resilience, inspire your own creativity, and get great endorphins flowing to promote joy and support mood stability. So all of these things can also help with your emotional well-being. Um, It can also help you become aware of any issues in your mobility and resilience early on because you develop a baseline familiarity with its what feels normal in your body. Yeah. Right. And you can notice changes from that. So the awareness will still support the more complex parts of your magic practice and also help you communicate with medical professionals about your body should the need arise. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so all of it is just about reconnecting with yourself, connecting with your power, appreciating the immense beauty that mm-hmm. our bodies hold, right? Yeah. I think we get very caught up in this world of capitalism and especially as women. Um, I know we have a male audience and I know that there is a lot directed towards men as well, but primarily there are unattainable beauty standards placed on women and a lot of us struggle with feeling insecure or uncapable of ever attaining those beauty standards <laughs> without the intervention of, say, plastic surgery. I shouldn't laugh, but I was just thinking about men's unattainable beauty standards as well. Um, specifically, Michael, my husband. Yeah. Since we've started dating, I've always been like, I love beards. Yeah. This man cannot grow a beard to save his goddamn life. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> and he knows very much that I'm like, I really wish you could just grow something. Some some gerard butler stubble you know like mm. you know oh i know you know i know wish he could do it nope <laughs> 31 I never- years old and he's just barely getting a mustache <laughs> 
He's 31 looking 13. I don't get it. He does have a baby face. but And it is difficult when you see like I same thing. I always thought that Alex would never Alex, my spouse as well, like would never be able to grow a, a beard because when we first started dating, he was very much like that yeah. baby face. And yeah. now here he is 28 years old and he's got like a oh, he's got more hair than Mike on his face. Definitely. Well, he's way got a, more. He's got a full beard, beard like this. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he, no, but like, he's way fuller. Like, oh, way, way. Yes, 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 yes. So and that's the thing is like there are I think there are unachievable beauty standards placed on everybody. Yes. In and it's absolutely a way to sell products to people. Oh, 100 percent. But I think it's important for all of us to really connect with the power within ourselves and physically moving your body, feeling your body, touching your body is a great way to do that. Yes. Yeah. So now we move on to our final section, which is all about our space and our energies. Because we are the keepers of the energies that we allow into our lives Mm -hmm. and we build our own framework of what we choose to live in by allowing things into our lives, right? Okay, yeah. So you spend an enormous amount of your time and energy in your home. Your relationship with that space often mirrors your ability to take care of yourself and be intentional about your habits. When you are a practicing witch, you can think about your house as a conduit. Yes, that, that's, what that's the word. Okay. As a conduit for the kind of life you want to create. Yep. Your space is essentially an altar to the kind of person you'd like to be. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it's hard to get work done if there is no space to work. That's so true. Right? Difficult to unwind for sleep when your bedroom is a disaster zone and hard to feel your nutritious sustenance with no clean dishes. Yeah. Right? Accurate. So a few things that I want to talk about just in this section here. Like a lot of this is, you know, talking about altar space, dedicating a space for your magic. So, you know, things like decorating with intention. Everything you put in your home should have some type of intention or reflection or purpose that it serves. And I'll say this from experience. There are people in my family who fill their homes with all sorts of knickknacks as I believe a way to fill space. Yep. Right? Yep, absolutely. I have made a huge effort in my life, and you know this, that everything in my home has a purpose. Yeah. And it has a space, and it serves some type of function, and if it doesn't, it's out. Yeah. <laughs> I hate clutter, and um, and here's the thing. I don't want anybody to think that when we're talking that you just have to have this crazy, clean, immaculate home where nothing is out of place, or there's, you know, I yeah. don't want that to be seen as what I'm talking about here, but for me... Marie Kondo, that bitch. Yes. If it doesn't bring you joy, get it out. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. And for me, cleaning is very therapeutic for me. So in the same way that people come home and their way of unwinding and releasing energy is maybe laying on the couch watching Netflix. Maybe it's uh, making a really great meal. Maybe it's sitting and spending time with your significant other or friends or doing something like that. For me, cleaning is so therapeutic and it's a way that I can just be with myself. And when I clean, cleaning for me is a physical manifestation of me trying to clean what's inside of me exactly yeah and I feel like my house is very much a like if you come to my house my house is very much a reflection of what I'm going through because you've seen it there have been times where it's a disaster yeah in in my standards it's a disaster for for me and then there's times where it's absolutely immaculate yeah and I think it's very much a physical representation. My house is a physical representation of my mind, 
right? So this is what this kind of section is talking about. So when you're decorating, decorate with intention. Um, so guidelines apply to your larger spaces as the same does for your altar. Yeah. So when you decorate your altar, you're putting things that have purpose, magical, intent. meaningful intent. Yeah. Do the same thing with your home or whatever spaces it is that you fill right? So you want to make sure that your space is still is feeling cared for because it's like caring for yourself in the process. Aww. Right? I like that. Yeah. So another thing I want to talk about in taking care of our spaces and our energies is setting boundaries. Ooh. Because I think boundary setting is one of the most powerful things that we can do. Yeah. And we have full control over it. Yeah. Right. So you are in control of the space that you occupy. Exactly. And you get to make the rules. Yep. Whether you have shared space with roommates, a home you share with a partner or a space that you occupy alone, there are boundaries to be set that will help you feel safe, secure and comfortable. Some boundaries will be obvious and easy. Do your guests wear shoes in the house? Yes or no? Are there food items that are not allowed for diet or allergy considerations? While it's up to you on how wide these boundaries will be, do your best to maintain them for yourself. And when others are invited in or invited to share your space, make sure you put them in place. If you do have roommates or a partner, discuss your boundaries. Maybe you need to maintain a screen-free zone after a certain time to help you sleep or for someone you live with who needs total quiet to sleep. Okay. Right? Other boundaries are more personal and have to do with your energy. Maybe you like to keep your witchcraft practice private. So if keeping, uh, if so, keeping other people's hands and eyes off your altar might be a really important boundary for you. Mm. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Right? So I feel like even like the space you have here at home yeah right which is our podcast studio slash office office slash witchy space slash altar yeah for you (laughs) right so keeping this room feeling good having good energy and good vibes in here is important yes right and you wouldn't want somebody coming in here and touching everything and moving everything and yeah readjusting things without you knowing right so it's like making sure that those boundaries are being set one of my favorite um ways to set a boundary yeah is with toxic people mm-hmm. and especially specifically with a kind of toxic person that um gaslights you oh talks down to you stuff yeah. like that right um specifically you, you can't tell someone how to talk to you right you can't nope. Um, because that's just going to cause problems. But when you tell them, if you're going to continue to talk to me in this way, yeah, I'm going to remove myself from this situation. Yes. Boom. Boundary set. They continue to talk to it. You have to follow through. You remove yourself from that situation and yep. do not engage. No. Until they learn to respect your boundaries. Yeah. And that is I have the perfect, best way. Perfect example of this. Yeah. Last week, yeah. I had an issue where I had posted something on Facebook and social media Media has become one of those things for me where I very much feel like people don't need to engage with everything that they see, but they choose to engage with it. And they're volatile. It is volatile. Attacking. Yeah. So I had posted something and somebody had commented on it and it got to the point where it seemed like things were getting aggressive and it was turning into one of those situations where it was going to be like a 40 Facebook comment back and forth ending in someone calling someone a bigot 
kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I immediately, about five messages in, I said, listen, I am not comfortable having this conversation in a public forum like this. And this person had my cell phone number. This yeah. person has me as a friend on all sorts of different medias and has been a friend for a long time. They know how to contact me outside of a Facebook comment. And I had, you know, like you said, set that boundary. I am not going to continue this conversation. Feel free to message me outside. Yeah, exactly. And it, this person just continued and continued. And I had to keep saying the same thing. And it got to the point where I just deleted the whole conversation. Yeah, because it's not fair to you. Because I was it's like, no, you. you're not going going to do this like you're not going to continuously berate me when I have opened the door for you to have that conversation with me privately exactly I am not comfortable having this conversation in a public forum like this if you want I am totally willing to do it in private and the fact that this person could not respect that boundary I just had to call it quits yeah I refuse to continue this cycle with you yeah it is not anyone else's um responsibility but your own to follow through enforce your boundaries absolutely yeah. And the thing is, is people will push until they realize that you're not joking exactly when you're setting boundaries absolutely right so it is very important to be to set boundaries vocal about it yes exactly and you just have to stand in your truth when you're setting these boundaries yep right and people will learn they're gonna learn right oh yeah so another really fun space energy um use is color magic Ooh, right so color is much about is as much about psychology as it is about any fixed meaning um that means your own feelings about color will define your relationship to a given color even if there are traditional associations with it so when you're decorating or when you're picking things for your altar or your space using color magic can be a really great way to connect with that sense of self-empowerment or calming so if you feel really really calm by the color blue maybe paint your bathroom blue Mm. maybe decorate your bathroom with blue features maybe decorate your bedroom with blue features to help you get a better rest or a better sleep yeah um things like purple for example is wisdom spirituality intuition creativity right oh yeah so maybe an office having your office decorated with things like amethyst right to help promote that kind of color sensitivity as well Mm. right so color magic can be a huge it's huge on what on how we you know how we kind of show up in a space and how we feel Mm -hmm. in a space how we leave our mark in a space exactly absolutely so customize it Yes, exactly. So that being said, sometimes there are energies in a space that you just, you got to cleanse, baby. You don't vibe with it. If if the vibe's not right, the vibe's not right. Exactly. So quick vibe check here. Here's a spell for clearing space. Okay. Okay. So this is a physical clearing. So you can infuse magic and intention into any practice, even when you pull out your mop and broom. So it doesn't have to be a grand saging or a smudging or... um, Physically cleaning your space is cleansing your space. Exactly. There are several types types of clearing in magic, physical, emotional, and energetic. Each has its own ritual practice and consideration. And together, they can make a space feel totally different. Yep, 100%. So here's a physical... This is a cleaning spell, okay? So what you'll need is um, 14 ounces of any like general purpose cleaner okay right so uh you can do whatever you want you can make your own natural if having a natural cleaning option is not readily available to you lysol yeah bleach it all works right and then you want to infuse it with some type of essential oil yes right so some suggestions might be lemon peppermint 
lavender, pine, all of those things invoke cleanliness for Mm. us and the sense of clean, fresh. Yeah, exactly. Right? So what you want to do is combine the soap of your choice um, into a spray bottle, right? And you can mix it with water if necessary. Add your essential oils of choice, whatever makes you happy, right? Customize your scent to your intention and how you want your space to feel. Think about this intentionally as you combine all of your elements into the spray bottle together. Okay, so put your intention and set your intention into it while you're doing it. Um, Use it on any like non- you know, porous surface. So like, be smart about it. Don't put it on paper. Yeah. Right. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't accidentally bleach your, your shower curtain. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so while you're cleaning, imagine clearing not just the dirt, but any residual energy clinging to those surfaces. Yes. So yeah. in your mind's eye, as you're physically cleaning, imagine as though you're also cleaning out any type of energy or even auras. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the same kind of thing as when you see something gross and you feel like you need to have a shower after exactly (laughs) exactly exactly that's just it right and then i just kind of wanted to end it off on boundaries again here just because for me this has been kind of the driving force behind this entire episode yeah is boundaries and needing to set boundaries myself and respect the boundaries that i have set because i haven't been great with it over the last month or so fair and i'm getting better at it (laughs) so value your boundaries okay sometimes the greatest act of care you can give to yourself is to set firm boundaries and keep them boundaries are practice uh sorry boundaries are a practice that takes practice really yeah i mean like you're gonna have to do it over and over it doesn't come naturally to most people but you can't give everybody access to every part of yourself and expect to have any space left to just be you most people are people pleasers we, yeah we want to please others that's yeah. we are hardwired to get along please others and often to our own detriment yeah exactly and, and i just want everybody to remember that no is a spell itself yeah okay absolutely there's so, so much power in just the two letter yeah. word Exactly. So you might have heard the saying, no is a full sentence, but witches can take this powerful boundary word one step further. No is a spell full of refusal to tolerate what is not in your best or highest interest. It does not require an explanation. That's the big thing too. You do not owe anybody an explanation. Nope. Same with calling in sick to work. Yeah. I'm sick. I am not coming in. Yeah. Full stop period i don't need to tell you why no right and so bosses that i'm sorry i'm about to fucking rant here do it bosses that make you tell them why you're sick or what's wrong with you and why can't you come into work blah 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 yep can you get a doctor's note are the worst type of bosses they should not be a boss nope they should not even have any sort of um, management position you don't owe it to them no you don't there you are entitled to time off of work when you need it whether it's for a mental health day whether it's for a doctor's appointment whether it's for a toothache or a headache or whatever the fuck your problem is that day yep you are entitled to that day off and fucking take it man don't feel guilty nope because someone else has to go into work have you gone into work for someone else before yes there's a fucking even two-way street but yeah Yeah. don't feel don't feel guilty for that and so many people do because that has been the western norm of it oh absolutely and it's awful well that's just it like here's the thing too like saying no with a full and certain heart is a powerful incantation to protect yourself yeah 
it's a protection. No, being able to say no, mm -hmm. right? So here is a boundary setting spell, okay? All this right. is what we're going to end on. All right. So what you're going to need is a paper and a pen, um, water. It can be, you know, consecrated on an altar or under moonlight if you desire, right? Totally up to you. I love working with uh, full moon charged water. Yeah. So I am all about, I love me some Luna. I love the moon so much. Yeah. And uh, so do what you want, or it can just be regular water. Again, everything is intention. Uh, you're going to need salt, a Ziploc bag or container that can be safely sealed and frozen, um, and then a freezer. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're going to need. So first step for setting this boundary, write the name of the person with whom you need to establish better boundaries with. If there's a specific behavior or action that you want to draw boundaries around, feel free to add this to the paper. Fold the paper in half. Um, in quarters or roll it so that the writing is no longer visible. You don't want to be able to see any of the writing. Okay, next, if you're using consecrated water, you can also do this in a few ways, like leave the water in the moonlight or the sunlight, depending on how you want to charge it. Pass your water over the representation of the four elements on your altar. Oh. Um, or use a preferred tradition that you have already established. So you're going to mix a measure of salt into the water until it's dissolved. However much, again, like we talked about earlier, a pinch or a handful, depending on how much you need to process. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So next, you're going to place the piece of paper with the writing in the Ziploc bag or container. Fill two thirds full with the salted water and then seal it. Remember that this the water expands as it freezes. So leave enough room for the bag or container so that it's not going to burst or shatter or whatever when you place it in the freezer. Okay. okay. Yeah. So allow this vessel and its content to freeze entirely. This works on the principle of sympathetic magic. When you feel the boundary you need has been reaffirmed, it's time to thaw and get rid of this vessel and its content. Wow. So don't reuse the vessel for food, storage, or other purposes without cleaning or clearing it. Yeah. So basically cool. what you're going to do is, yeah, write it down. And when you feel as though you have cleared that boundary with that person, yeah. you can thaw and remove Interesting. your your uh your parchment or your paper, paper or whatever, whatever you've done yeah. yeah but again i think it's cool. just that physical reminder yeah right absolutely. every time you go in and you're like fuck i gotta say no to this person yeah it's not fair that my friend posts passive aggressive bullshit on her facebook about me yeah i set a boundary on that one and yeah. i wound up unfriending her yes yeah. fuck that fuck that yeah. I, I am not to be no i'm like, not no no yeah. no well and that's just the thing you don't want to allow that kind of energy into your life and if people are not going to respect that yeah you have to do what you have to do my ex-roommate broke my fucking tv do you think he's allowed in my house absolutely not absolutely not no Get right fucked. yeah exactly Actually, him in particular go to hell <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. So again, it's just super important to set boundaries. I think boundaries really help with our, our physical well-being, our emotional well-being, our spiritual well-being. And like you just said with your ex-roommate, like you do not have to allow people in your home. No. You don't. Exactly. They, it's you your space. You owe them nothing. No. And, and why would you? Yeah. But so, so yeah, that is um, a few ways in which that we can help take care of our bodies and our minds and our souls together. Cool. I like that. Through witchcraft. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Are you feeling good? I'm feeling really I feel good. Like 
like just that kind of it was almost a, a pseudo therapy session it, where was. it was like honestly yeah. i i seriously like i know this might sound a little preachy but um i've just been feeling like very burnt out like most of the time I can handle things like yeah. I can handle like things and it just kind of, you know, water off a duck's back. Yeah. But it gets to a point where a duck is in a fucking hurricane and the water or doesn't roll soaked in oil. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I felt yeah. like. I felt like a duck soaked in oil. And yeah. this book is my dawn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that for yeah. you. I do. So I, I highly recommend that if anything has resonated with you and I'm sure I'm not the only person feeling like this. Definitely not. Feeling drained a rough couple years yeah it's yeah. been a rough time like i said a few weeks ago i'm just lifing yeah life just keeps moving yeah and sometimes we wish it would stop yeah that's okay to think that sometimes <laughs> that's just it right so like take time to care for yourself exactly you know remember to stay connected with your body and your in your innate internal power yeah remember that you know clear your mind do things to help reground yourself and reset yourself um it's okay to turn off your phone and not talk to people no matter what yeah life will just keep on life and exactly so you and here's the thing nobody is going to do this for you nope nobody is going to give you permission to step back and take some time for yourself before you walk into the world again well, so and no one's going to look at you and be like mm, you know what maybe i was mean to you no. Without you standing up for yourself and being like, hey, guess what? You've been a fucking dick. Yeah. It's not cool anymore. No, yeah. it's not cool anymore. Stand up for yourself. Take take charge. Take charge because yeah. you deserve it. Yeah. You are powerful. You are beautiful. For anybody that needs to hear this today, you are powerful. You are beautiful. You're a badass bitch. And you do what you want, how you want. You know, you get to decide how you show up in the world. Absolutely. We love you, witches. So for more ways to connect with us, you can check us out on Instagram at what up which is pod on facebook at what up which is podcast on our gmail if you want to talk to us if you want me to send you information about this book let or me know if you want to fucking send us some more spooky stories yeah. <laughs> because we want that shit yeah absolutely exactly. our spooky stories episode did well yes it did well it and seemed it was, like everybody was it was well received it is a good it is good yeah it was we like it a good. lot yeah. so you can send those to us at our uh, our gmail at what up witches podcast at gmail.com our twitter at what up witches uh through our website which is linked all over the place so connect with us let us know um if you do try any of these spells or these rituals that we mentioned today by theodosa you um more than welcome to let us know how they worked for you if you have some adjustments let us know what you did and change it up and how it worked we'd be super interested to hear and also set boundaries it's important yes respect the shit out of yourself and set some fucking boundaries yeah toxic people do not deserve space in your life absolutely not all right which is stay self-cared stay, stay beautiful stay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bye <laughs>